This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. When I first started doing all this, I got introduced to it and I originally thought, oh yeah, I could do that. First of all, I didn't know shit about it, so (laughs) I was kind of lying. This is deeper than going to sex club and just banging parts together and meeting randoms. I am a dominant female, but it's almost like it's a big responsibility carrying that energy with you and having to be in charge. Maybe I'm just greedy. I just want to experience all of it. And maybe I'm, I feel like I have this window (laughs) that might be closing. If I get to sort of tease him, tease a man, and just the eroticism of him thinking about him watching me fuck someone else, Hey guys, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. How is everybody doing out there? Oh my gosh, let me tell you, it's been crazy for me. I am in California right now. Uh, Lots going on. I'm actually, this is embarrassing to admit, I'm hiding in the guest room of my aunt's house trying to do this recording without being caught. (laughs) So I'm talking a little bit lower than I normally would. And uh, hopefully my editor can raise the volume so it sounds okay. I've got my travel mic, which is not my best mic, but it's a decent one. So let's see if I can pull this off, guys, without getting busted. I hope everybody's enjoying their summer. I know I'm just sort of like getting all my final vacations in before I wind everything down. It is crazy. It feels like rush, rush, rush. But anyways, did you guys listen to episode 407? last Saturday. That was with Venus, the cuckoldress. I've had her on, gosh, a few times now, and I absolutely love her. So do go and check that out. And this episode is kind of playing off of that theme because the reason I wanted to have Venus back is because I've been having a lot of guys and I've been running across in my travels, and not just in my travels, but 
on my app, I mean, when I say travels, I mean on my apps, my dating apps, all that stuff that are into female-led relationships. And it's quite fascinating, you guys. And I've really been kind of exploring a lot of that stuff and the ins and outs of it and just kind of every experience that I can have with it and with my sexuality, of course, I want to have. And some dynamics I find suit me better than others. So I definitely want to jump into what I've been finding for myself personally in that genre. But before I do, let me give you a little teaser. So as I mentioned, I'm out here in California and let me tell you, I got some stories and I'm spending some time with Mr. Big, of course, trying to see friends and family and Mr. Big and cram it all in cram it all into one big productive vacation. And wow, holy shit. Let me just say, I've been so fucking horny. There are some public displays of uh, debauchery that I have to report on and all of the (laughs) embarrassing and strange ways that I've had to relieve myself. I did not bring any sex toys with me when I packed. I just wanted to carry on bag. First time I've ever done that, you guys, I'm converted to carry on I don't want to overpack. I don't want to bring stuff I don't need. And so I've been having to find all kinds of creative ways (laughs) to do stuff solo and with a partner while I'm out here. And uh, it's been quite interesting. And I've had to result to some strange debauchery. I'm going to leave it at that. If you want to actually know what I'm referencing, you got to jump over to the private podcast and check that out. There's my links in the show notes. If you want to try my private podcast, you'll be definitely entertained and it's spicy and steamy guys. So I've been up to some, (laughs) some strange, uh, I've resorted to some strange sexual ways to relieve myself. All right. I'm going to leave it at that. Back to the female led relationships and cuckolding and even with Nico basically dominating him and putting all that stuff. It's a lot of work, you guys. There is a lot to this. And it's a dynamic that, you know, I didn't really fully appreciate. To be honest, I thought it was a little odd in the beginning. You know, when I first heard about it and when I first got got wind of it, and this was back in the very, very beginning, and I know I've referenced this before on this podcast, When I first started doing all this, I got introduced to it and I originally thought, oh yeah, I could do that. First of all, I didn't know shit about it. So (laughs) I was kind of lying. I I didn't know what it meant or what it was about. And then I quickly started Googling it because I had one partner bring it up to me like, this is what I'd like. This is what I'm into. Is this sexy? What do you think? He would show me these pictures. He was kind of testing. He would show me He was trying to test to see if I was more, if I was looking for a dom or I wanted to dom someone. And he would send me these pictures and say, what do you like about this? Or what's more appealing with this one? And they were the juxtaposition, right? So a woman being dominated or a woman doing the dominating. Well, that was actually kind of a good test because I leaned more towards the woman being dominated didn't know where he was going with it, right? And then he started to introduce the idea and the concept of cuckolding and, you know, female-led relationships and how he would be all about me going out and fucking other guys. 
And at the time, I mean, I was just like, what? That was shocking to me. But I also felt like probably a lot of women who don't know a lot about this would feel. And that is, I felt like this guy doesn't care about me. He wants me to fuck other guys. He must not be that into me. I just, I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. Now, fast forward seven years later, I definitely understand a lot more. I know what this is about to the extent that I've explored it. So I feel like I have some knowledge, although there's still a lot to learn about it. And as I've dabbled in this with different people and various people, what I've realized is, like I said, it's a lot of work. I feel like in these types of dynamics, at least from my perspective or the way I tackle it is, I have to be the one that's doing all the heavy lifting. I've got to be creative and think of these scenarios. I have to be teasing and tempting him and torturing him to some degree, you know, to really bring out that that angst, that cuck angst, or if I'm the one that's the dom, if I'm the dom, the idea is that you're really concerned about your submissive's growth and development and things that their wants and needs, and you're you're really trying to put together this whole plan, this like sexual roadmap of how to understand and achieve what he would like to see happen. And you got to figure out how you're going to push boundaries. You have to understand where that person's edge and limits are, how to get right on that edge, how to figure out what areas they might need to explore sexually more of. You're almost like a psychologist (laughs) with a lot of this stuff. And in order to experience something fully like this, because these are kind of deep, these are deeper, this is deeper than going to sex club and just banging parts together and meeting randoms and nothing wrong with that. But this tends to run a lot. These dynamics, I guess, tend to run a lot deeper. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. It requires me to be more in my masculine and more in charge, obviously, female-led, you know, I mean, with the cuckolding and the doming, that's what you got to do. And I definitely enjoy doing it. I'm just kind of struggling a little bit with the workload. I'm going to be honest. It's like, it's a lot of work. So as I've been out there and I've been I seem to be running across a lot of guys right now that are really into this. Maybe I'm giving that vibe off. Maybe it's been too long since I've been in a good solid where I have a dom. Maybe I'm missing that more than I realized. And I've kind of, maybe I need a little course correction. I'm not sure. It's really been good to be around Mr. Big. I'll tell you that. But I don't know if I can do it. Like, I don't know. If that's really the right dynamic for me, I enjoy it. Like when I see Nico, you guys, it's 
I'm all about it. It is hot. It is sexy. And yes, I I love everything about it. But would I want it to be that way long-term for ever? You know what I mean? Like, would I want that to be my primary way of being with a partner? I think it'd be hard. And again, I am totally open to the fact that I might not be approaching this the right way. I may not be seeing this the right way. I probably just need to have a private conversation with Venus Color Up and be like, listen, (laughs) how do you handle, you know, X, Y, and Z? Because I still want to be, feel like I'm cared for and, and he's the strong one. And it's not that these guys are not, these are masculine men, you know, that want these female led relationships, totally masculine. I don't doubt that if we were walking down the street and we were jumped that they wouldn't defend me. They're not, these aren't like, these aren't wimpy guys. (laughs) Nothing wrong with wimpy guys, if that's what you like. I'm just saying, I love masculine men. You know, I always have. And so I think my brain's a little like, uh, I'm confused about it right now. I'll be honest. Yeah, I'm confused about it. And I met this one guy in particular on field and I was excited because I thought, you know, oh, he was kind of ticking all the boxes with masculine. And I was very exciting to talk to him about what he liked and all the things about this dynamic that turn him on. And, and these are things that turn me on too, you know, just the thought of being, you know, the going out there and fucking another guy and then coming back to him and, and him like reclaiming me and eating a cream pie out of my pussy. I mean, come on, like how fucking hot is that? That is hot or him watching or listening or I do love the power dynamics. And I did get into that just, just a hair and a titch with, with Jack and Jill, you know, and that was so fun just to have that dominant side and to be able to, to bring it out and exercise it a little bit. And God, that one time when I had Jill blindfolded in the chair and Jack was behind me fucking me and I was just like growling in her ear and touching her and oh my God, like that, I will, memories like that will be with me forever and it taps into something in me because I'm just, I am a dominant female, but it's almost like it's a big responsibility carrying that energy with you and having to be in charge and this is why I just respect and love men so much because they just do this naturally all the time. And it kind of makes me weary when I'm, and I get burnt out and I find myself in situations where I need to like take downtime more often, you know, like where I can't always bring that energy or with the proper amount of energy that it takes to do this full time with someone. So I don't know. You know, I've been, it's just interesting. And this is the whole point of me exploring sexually and doing this podcast really in its most pure form is to put myself in these scenarios, allow myself to explore these options and just all these different ways. And okay, I know I like it this way. Let's reverse it. Let's just turn this on its head, upside down, sideways, back forth. What works best for me? And then think, you know, really just letting the feelings and emotions and everything that it brings about come up and examine it and look at it and lay it out there. As messy and weird as that is, 
I like that. I love the introspection, self-examination, of course, all the orgasms, all the (laughs) fun. But, you know, for me, this isn't just about getting off. It's a lot about getting off, but it's not all about that. It's trying to figure out what works best for me, how I'm wired, what I really need out of a partner and what I need from my own sexuality and everything that that means to me. So as I'm going along and trying all this stuff, I'm just kind of having to, I got a little overwhelmed recently and I've had to dial it back a little bit and I haven't been doing enough, (laughs) I know, self-work. I hate by the way, I hate all this psychobabble stuff. I mean, I probably need counseling maybe just as much as the other guy, but <laughs> I've avoided it pretty much my whole life. I'm sure it would do me some good. But I just, mm, I don't know. I, I mean, I I met this one guy and I thought this will be really good. And then it just, there were some things about him personally that I you know, as I got to know him, I was like, okay, this won't be the best fit for me, which was kind of disappointing because he would, we would have been a true cuckolding relationship. And I want that. I don't know if it's, maybe I'm being selfish. Maybe I just want to tick that box and say, been there, done that. But, you know, I feel like I have to explore everything. I want the experience of it because I so love, and you know, I so love my time with Nico. I just love, and that's not, he's not a cuck, but he likes a woman in charge. And I don't know. It's just interesting. I I want, am I greedy? Maybe I'm just greedy. I just want to experience all of it. And maybe I'm, I feel like I have this window (laughs) that might be closing by the way, but again, that's, that'll come out in another podcast down the road. But I want all these experiences so that, you know, I kind of know and I can confirm and sort of reconfirm how I'm wired. And then I won't have any doubts about what I really need. And I'm not going to go, dang, why didn't I explore that? Or I wonder if that's good for me. And it's hard because I think some people really, really know I am this way. Like, I feel like dominant men there's no question. Like they're not even close to the line of ever being able to be cocked or I don't believe that, you know, the true doms that I've met, they don't sit there and go, yeah, I mean, I guess I could see my way to it or I would role play it or I would try it. It's just, it's pretty much like, no, I just know I don't need that. It's not going to do anything for me. And I respect that. I feel like I'm sort of getting to that point where I've done a lot of stuff. I've tried a lot of stuff and I'm really, really starting to figure out what my lane is. It's only taken seven years, guys. (laughs) But I don't know. That's a good thing. I mean, I like that I get to do all this stuff and be multifaceted. And there is a lot to sex and sexuality and it's not black and white. There's, I find very few people that are true and consistent to one style and that is their lane. But 
there's one extreme and then there's another extreme and then there's a lot of gray zone and I'm, I'm in a big part of the gray zone right now. And I would love to try and have a, a cuckolding relationship. It's just, I guess part of it is getting myself there emotionally and being able to put forth that much energy. And I think even with Nico and on some levels, it's not his fault. I feel it's one sided. And I think that that has more to do with me than him. It's not anything he's doing. I just have to say that for the record. It just feels like, and maybe it's because I'm not, I'm not doing it right. It's not him. (laughs) It's not you. It's me. (laughs) That old cliche, right? But it feels very, I don't know. I don't know. And it just, it does. There's parts about it that feel one-sided. And, and as I was talking to this new potential cuck, it started to feel very quickly like, whoa, okay, wait, 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 wait. This is sounding all like all about you. But then it makes me think when I roll back to, okay, so when I was first out there looking for a dom, I guess I was really being very selfish. It was, you know, I was thinking about myself. And when I look back and I go over in my mind, you know, all the things that he had to do for me and did for me and all the ways that he had to really learn me, discover what I was about, put forth a lot of energy, a lot of time and attention and effort. And it hats off, you know, I mean, like, respect. I mean, it really, seeing the other side of it and putting myself on the other side of the spectrum really makes me appreciate what a good dominant does. And regardless of whether they've got a penis or a vagina, you know, forget about the sex roles, but it just, it takes a lot and maybe I don't have it in me, you know, and maybe that's why I'm more better suited as a submissive to be led it's nice to be led. And so I understand why, why men would like it too. It's fucking nice. It's amazing to have someone care for you that much and put that much time, effort, and energy into you. And you feel fucking special. I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. It's, oh, I mean, this is not even getting into the bedroom portion of it. I mean, when you have that right mix and you're clicking on both cylinders and you're meeting in the middle. See, that's the thing. I think when you're truly meeting in the middle and the energy that you're putting out there to do this stuff is met equally with their energy to receive it, then it doesn't feel like you're the one doing all the heavy lifting. And to be honest, I feel like I've been the one doing all the heavy lifting as of late and it's bothering me. And so I can't tell if it's situational. And that's why I've sort of been like, yeah, I want to try this. And then I back off and then yes, I'm into doing this stuff with Nico. And then I kind of pull back. It's because I'm probably, it's not a full circle. I feel like it's more of my energy going out than coming back. And that's tough. Maybe I would feel like, okay, the synergy is right. 
with the right person. So I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. I'm just talking myself through this. I guess this podcast is really just about me talking myself through it. And you get to listen to the the crap and the garbage that goes on in my brain. It's a messy place sometimes, you guys. But it does help. And I, by the way, you guys are fucking fabulous. I love all your feedback. I love all your comments. I love when you hear something in me and you go, hey, Layla, you know, I heard this and you have a suggestion or you are listening to me trying to problem solve and you see a good, clear path for me to problem solve it. And you leave me a voicemail or you send me an email. I appreciate that more than I can tell you. I absolutely love it. And it's like, we're all in this together. And thank you so much. I feel like I have the best listeners ever. I feel like the people that listen to my podcast are better than anyone else's. (laughs) I'm biased, of course, but that's how I feel about you guys. You're wonderful. So let's talk about the sexy stuff. Why it's hot. I mean, I'm bossy. I have a bossy side and I use the word bossy very loosely, but just, you know, if I get to sort of tease him, tease a man and just the eroticism of him thinking about him watching me fuck someone else, like, oh my God, how hot is that? Because you know what? I will be staring him right in the eyes. I want him to watch every fucking bit of it. Watch this man come in and dominate me. Watch what he does to my body, how I react to him touching me, penetrating me, like controlling me. Look at how wet I am how my pussy's going crazy, how my orgasms are just off the fucking chain. Do you think you can do that to me? I don't think so, but you get to watch it. And then you get to clean up this mess afterwards. Get on your fucking knees, eat this cum out of my pussy. Like, oh my God, is that hot? (laughs) Oh God, I need to be quiet too. It's like fucking five in the morning right now as I'm recording this. I'm worried someone's going to hear me. Thank God it's a big house. But this, there's hardwood floors. The sound carries. <laughs> oh, they might hear me and me talking. My aunt and uncle might be like, who is she talking to? They might hear like, <laughs> my conversation. Anyway, guys, oh, that's hot. And just like teasing him. Or even like when I get to tease Nico, you know, and I'm like, don't know, you can't touch yourself. Fuck no, you don't get to touch yourself. You got blue balls. That's your problem. Get over here. I mean, like, you don't get to take care of it. I'm the one that takes care of it. I am in control. That cock is mine. Don't touch my cock. Don't even think about my cock. That's I'm the only one that gets to say over it. Like that shit is fucking hot. And then pegging a guy like that is hot too. Even though truthfully, like this is really, it's the complete opposite of what I love about when I'm the one being dominated. So in many ways, it's strange, you know, that I have this, this sexual bandwidth really. I mean, and I can go from one extreme to the other and what do I do with all of this? And how do, how do, how does this all fit into, you know, who I am? And I don't know, but I'm having a lot of fun figuring it out. And then sometimes I 
uh, it brings up a lot of confusion and I have to like dial it back and go, okay, wait a minute, Layla, take a breather, take a break. Are you, you know, are you really like thinking about how all this stuff lands? I mean, I think I've had to slow down a little bit lately because I kind of went, I was stepping on the gas and going wild there for a while. And what I found was that I was having a lot of sex, but it wasn't, it didn't mean a whole lot. And that doesn't, there's people that like, they really just love random casual hookups. I don't. I just, I don't, I mean, it doesn't, yes, an orgasm feels good. Yes. The sex feels good. Of course, of course it does, but I need a connection. I've always needed a connection of some sort. It can't just be the shallow end of the pool. And I guess sometimes I try to venture into the shallow end of the pool because, because I want to, because it's less work, because it's easier, because I want to be lazy you know, and not have to be in my emotions or think about stuff, or maybe I want to use, use it, the casual stuff more as a, just a bandaid. Like I, like I said, like, yep, I get my orgasms and that's that. I don't have to think about anything. Not that I'm using sex to solve any problems. No, I'm that's not what I'm saying. Just that, that I don't have to actually take the time to really qualify someone, really get to know them really spend time with them. And that works. If you're a female that can do that, that works great because guys, I find, and guys don't, don't get offended by this, but I find you are better wired for the casual stuff with less emotion. And that's fine. I just don't, I don't necessarily have it in me all the time. I can go there for stints. It's like a vacation. I can take a vacation into the shallow pool, the kiddie pool, <laughs> but, but I can't stay there for long. <laughs> I have to come back. I need that connection because this, for me, the sex is so much better. Like, oh, it's mind blowing. I don't have mind blowing sex in the kiddie pool and I want it to be good. That's where I'm at right now, guys. And I really, I guess if I did, you know, if I was doing a cuckolding dynamic, I'd have to be in my feels. I'd have to have feelings for this person. It would have to be, I'd want a deeper connection. I wouldn't want to do it on the casual level. And then when I, when I go there, when I go there with my feelings, which is, you know, not often, then that's a little scary, you know, not going to lie. Like having to go there and do that, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's uncomfortable, you guys. But the best, most meaningful relationships sexually that I've ever had in my life, the most satisfying are when I have a deeper connection with someone. And ultimately, that is what I'm after. So I can do the shallow stuff and play around along the way, but I know what my big picture is, I know what I'm after. And is it going to be through, will I achieve it through the female led scenario and the, or cuckolding, you know, or doming, or will I ultimately go back to being the sub? And I don't know. I probably more likely the me in the submissive role. That's, oh, 
and just being, God, being around Mr. Big, holy shit. Oh my God. Okay. I'm not even going to start with that. That's, I'm going to reveal more about that later, but that's a whole can of worms right there, people. I just, I really did. I opened a whole can of worms coming, being out here, being around him. It's been really good for my soul. I'll say that. Okay. All right, everyone. I hope you're enjoying your summer. Get your last hurrahs in. I know I have been, and I hope you guys are having a great Tuesday and have a great week coming up. Everyone stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Don't forget to leave me voicemails. Easy to do. Go to thecuriousworlddiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. You've got up to five minutes. Go for it. I get back to everybody personally. Take care. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.